previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about Jessica Jones and Hush. Hush. The movie, not the book, unfortunately. Hush, Batman. Hush. Uh, Hush wasn't that great if you well, are a big fan of the it, comic book and you really like the comic until book. Until it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but Jessica Jones was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Final, yes. final season, pour one out for the girl. So, anyway, that was the last week. And everybody, welcome to the Twistcast. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse with a whiskey. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I guess let's just get started as we do with all weeks with like, the news. Like we do. Should zip right like by. Like we do it this time. <laughs> there's not a there's not a whole ton this this week. But, yeah, it's been uh, pretty quiet. But it's a good thing. That's a good thing because it gives us more time to talk about stuff that we really, really want to talk about. So as always, we start with some comic book news. So throw your hands up in the sky. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> uh, so Marvel Comics has announced a December one shot that says it kicks off some of Marvel's biggest events in 2020. Uh, my issue there is I feel like Marvel is becoming a little too event-driven instead of yeah, story-driven. I have kind of noticed that just based on what we've been doing lately. Yeah. It's a lot of events. And I mean, it's cool, but... but... You still need to focus on the stories themselves. Yeah, like, like I do like that War of the Realms is an honest-to-God build that took like six or seven years <laughs> to get there. And when it got there, I was cool with it. But like, there's not a whole lot of that uh, in... In the realm of Marvel, uh, the Arrow executive producer Mark Guggenheim is working on a secret DC comic book. Uh, My thought on that was, it ain't that secret no more, motherfucker, because you told us all on Twitter. (laughs) So, (laughs) now it's just the subject matter that's a secret. This is in here exclusively for me. Uh, Moon Knight returns in December in awesome and unexpected way uh, from the uh, editor-in-chief for Marvel. Uh, Black Knight, as I think we talked about last time, uh, Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that character will have a big role in Marvel Comics 2020 plans, which is kind of nice. Hopefully it's not like, hey, let me just align this guy with the movies. Right. <laughs> that's not fun. Uh, Absolute Carnage, uh, the artist from Absolute Carnage, uh, Ryan Stegman, he promises fate's worse than death for some characters by the end of the event. Damn. Shit. Um, what so, does that mean? I don't know. Uh, so I'm reading it, and holy shit, this thing is crazy. I can't wait to talk about it when it wraps. I keep seeing covers for it on, Dude. on like, you know, whatever outlets, and yeah. it just, the covers look bananas. The art is bananas. Yeah. Absolutely bananas. When's that I supposed mean, to wrap? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe end of this month, mid, okay. middle of next. So we'll probably get to it maybe in November. Okay. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Got a lot going on between now and then. Hmm. Um, actually, maybe not. Because uh, <laughs> the next story, uh, Absolute Carnage Avengers, one of the tie-ins, was pushed back three weeks. So we'll see hmm. okay. ha- if that affects anything. Uh, Marvel also teased a major death this year with the date December 26, 2019. Uh, and the way the cover basically oh, looked, or the yeah. art looked... It's like yeah, yeah, just yeah. like a, like like in a morgue with a sheet over a body, and they're surrounded by the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Captain Marvel. Um, so I'm, yep. I'm I'm hoping it's a, a giant mystery, mystery series trying to figure out you know exactly what happened and um, that kind of seems like Heroes in Crisis, right? 
Like so, how they teased Heroes in Crisis? Well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're you're about to read Heroes in Crisis, sure. so I don't I don't want to I want to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- I just remember seeing the thing for Heroes in Crisis, being like, you know, there's there's been a murder. And it has oh, like several, a, you know, <laughs> like all the people lined up, like who done it? Yeah, you know, it, it it is kind of a who done it, and you don't really get the answer till the very very end. Uh, there are there are wrenches thrown in, but you'll read it. We'll talk about it. Nice, it'll be a good time. Moving on to worlds of DC. Worlds, still so good. Uh, Nathan Fillion has been cast in a role in uh, the Suicide Squad. Hmm, uh, it's a good get. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, no, he's great. You know, so I heard Nathan Fillion, and I also heard there's a whole, there's a bunch of casting. Okay, and you're going to go into him. Yes, awesome. Next, as a matter of fact, uh, Taika Waititi is also in talks to join the movie. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, cool. As well as Peter Capaldi, all oh, you Whovians, yeah, yep, and Pete Davidson. Yeah, which, uh, but Wait, that's a, that's just a small cameo from SNL. I I know, but like. From where? Like, where, where did he come? What, what business does he have that being happen? in that? You know? So, yeah, was, sure. Was that, was that the one you were talking about? Um, no, I was going to say Taika. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, where I go? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. I fucked everything up right there. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers <laughs> is apparently unhappy with the Birds of Prey movie. I mean, I wonder and, why. And they're going through reshoots now. Can one of those changes be the title? <laughs> See, we hate it. Sam's okay with it. He's fine. Yeah. It's such a fucking stupid title. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so dumb. It is. Uh, which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, that studio makes me nervous. Yeah. Nervous. All right. Um, Whackin' Phoenix. <laughs> Whackin' Phoenix. boy. Says his Joker wasn't influenced by previous versions, which I think is pretty evident um, just from the material that we've yeah. seen so far. Uh, HBO's Watchmen gets a de- oh. debut date, uh, and it will be directly competing with The Walking Dead and Supergirl. Yeah, fuck those two. <laughs> starting October 20th at 9. Yes. Uh, so, yes, I'm excited. Uh, so, unless you have HBO, are yes. there any other ways of watching this? No. No. It's HBO. <laughs> yeah, it is. Got it. It's HBO. Um, why do you not have HBO? Nope. Well, you're screwed. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking about switching to full streaming, and if uh, HBO Now is pretty great. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting HBO Now. I might just split a subscription with somebody, or you can just wait for HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> well, see, that's the that's the question. I didn't know if they were going to partner with anybody. You know, look, if, if I have to cancel and then resubscribe to something different, I'll do that. But. I don't know. We'll see. Because, I mean, it's it's important for research, for, for website and podcast research. Always with the thumb pointer. Of course. Of course. You, you say that with the thumb pointer. And if you want to watch any of the DC movies, they're all on HBO. That's true. Because, yeah. you know, Warner. Yeah. Yep. Because they like to dick you over. Now, finally here, CW's Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl will all be getting an audiobook series, which will be occurring outside of the Arrowverse continuity. Interesting. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so what? Are, oh, you heard it. You heard it right. And if you didn't hear it, listeners, just run it back. I think it's, not, gonna, I think it's not so much of a misunderstanding as of why. An audio book? Why? Fuck? Yeah. But what is it, up? What is it about? I don't know. 
it's just something to do with those characters in the world that they built that's just not set in that continuity. So I'm, I'm guessing they might they may use it kind of like the comic books did a little while back and just kind of fill in some gaps. Because usually when a season starts, it's it's quote-unquote real time for us. Like time's passed, like a summer has gone. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they still have adventures over that summer. So maybe it's just like, hey. Something that happened in the meantime that I, wasn't on film. I stopped the bad guy robbing a bank. Not really, but bad guys don't really do that anymore. That's kind of dumb. No, now they're all about the biological weapons. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know. Whatever. That's stupid. Uh, Moving on to uh, MCU and their TV stuff. Uh, Sony has closed the door on Marvel Studios collaboration, which- For now. You can suck a dick. Yeah, for now. Uh, I'm still really, really mad about it. However- Go ahead. there, There was a- there's a report saying that their Marvel and Sony are going to be getting together within a week uh, to renegotiate, and then literally the next day, there was a report directly from Sony, yeah, saying, we're "Yeah, done. we're we're not going to be doing anything anytime soon." Yeah. So I don't know. So I think if if I remember correctly, I saw a report that was like, "All right, Disney has up until mid 2022 renegotiate some kind of deal." If if they're going to do anything, I just think the the way that the whole thing shook out, it's almost unreasonable on Sony's behalf because Marvel's like, all right, so we put in a whole bunch of work, we want to share costs with you and then share revenues, just a more even split, not the five percent that we get after, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to first be paid for your work? Second of all, then Sony started demanding that, okay, well, you now have to include Venom in your stuff. Marvel was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. And then they were like, well, we want access to some of your characters. And like, we don't really want to do that either. Uh, so it's like, it's just like a mess. I think both. Bo- they're both to blame here, I think. Both are being pretty unreasonable. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the. So I don't understand why this is happening in the public. So the Sony chief came out and said that Marvel Kevin is stretched incredibly thin following Disney's uh, acquisition of Fantastic Four and X-Men, the Fox uh, properties, and that he was too busy to make Spider-Man. Um, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know that that's true. I don't like I looking at that. Doubt it. He's producing all of these movies. Yeah. I mean, he's produced all these movies before Spider-Man. How is he possibly stretched too thin now? Well, they're also like upping their workload now so they yep. have like probably like what 10 things in development at the moment well the, t- the tv shows you is a disney, different you have disney plus which he's gonna be a part of then you have all the movies yeah, I, I think p- only partially because most of that falls under the marvel tv studios which is a different branch altogether yeah but he's still gonna have a producing role in it so he's gonna have some input in it that's true that's true who knows hopefully they work it out because i think it's good for everybody especially the fans who are the people who are paying your bills so Think about the fans first. Stop being dicks. Uh, so the writers of Endgame, like, they just, just keep coming out and saying stuff. Them and the directors. I mean, it's great. Um, they said that they were told that they could kill anyone, <laughs> but they were wow. uh, they were also under no obligation to do so. Think about that shit <laughs> for like five minutes. They gave them just free reign to do anything. Yep. You can murder Anyone you can you want. end any of these franchises on a whim if you wanted. Just if you're just having a bad day, just wow. fuck you, Thor. You're Chris Hemsworth's not behaving. All right, you're dead. <laughs> Rewrite, man. And I think I think we we came out pretty pretty good there. But that's that's a lot of power to just wield. 
just out of nowhere. It's a lot of trust that they had in them. Well, it paid off. Made them the highest grossing movie of all time. Yep. Uh, not adjusted for inflation because I don't know what that looks like. Um, <laughs> so Sony apparently has plans for multiple Spider-Man TV shows. Um, I don't trust you. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, Hydra returns in Agents of Shield for the final season, uh, which I think is interesting. Oh, I can't start. I can't wait to start watching that. Yeah, yeah. Shows all constantly begin. Kind of underrated. Uh, Catherine Hahn has been cast as a yet-to-be-unnamed neighbor in uh, WandaVision. Um, so that show, interestingly, interestingly came out that that show is going to be like a sitcom. Like I'm just so confused and uninterested in it's this. It's so weird. I, like, I, it's, I think it's getting to the point where it's so weird that I think it may actually be brilliant. It's It's possible. <laughs> Uh, additionally, Kat Dennings and Randall Park are also scheduled to reprise their roles as Darcy Lewis and Agent Jimmy Woo. Nice. Woo! I love Randall Park <laughs> in the MCU. Of course. I don't know how you don't. He's he's great. Uh, uh, Wyatt Russell has been cast as John Walker, at, a.k.a. U.S. Agent, for Falcon and w- the Winter Soldier. Uh, it was cool to see them dip into the bag of characters that you know might not be you know top of the mind at all points in time. Um, so Kevin Feige sees uh, potential for Kit Harrington's Black Knight beyond Eternals. He's talking like you know if it goes if it goes well in the movie, then he might spin it off into its own franchise. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Eternals will feature an open openly gay man, and he'll have a family, so on and so forth. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home will release. Uh, on digital on September 17th, very, very soon. Um, and it will have, you know, deleted scenes, but it also contains an original short, uh, which is interesting. Uh, and then that releases on October 1st in physical media. So DVD, Blu-ray, all that good stuff. Right. It looks like Marvel may have major plans for Doctor Doom, uh, separate from the Fantastic Four. It looks like they were trying to cast Michael Fassbender. I saw that too. I could see that. I could. That would be good. Mm, but but like it's it's got to be the right adaptations. I mean, like, I trust I trust Marvel Studios more than I ever did Fox, who just just like bungled Doctor Doom every time <laughs> they put him on screen. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and the final piece of news here I have uh, is Wesley Snipes is rumored to be playing Dracula in the Blade reboot. <laughs> Moon Knight's coming for you. He what? wants his fucking money. <laughs> you fucking nerd. You fucking nerd. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any video game news, so that's your news. Damn. All right. Um, so I guess we should just get right into the big topic of the night, right? Uh, which one do you want to run with first? Hmm. Well, I guess let's go with the trailer first. Since yes. Then we can get through that pretty quickly. Yeah. All right. So if you guys haven't seen, there was a new trailer for the Joker movie. Yes. The movie that everybody thought that they didn't need. And apparently, I still think we don't really need it, but everybody it's be good. is going to love. So, uh, I've been a big fan of this from the get go. Uh, I know I've expressed this sentiment um, pretty widely <laughs> across this podcast. Well, cautiously optimistic for me. Like, yeah. it, it looks it looks better now. That I've gotten a little more, but I'm still like, I don't know. I don't trust the studio. <laughs> so, I mean, it's gotten really good reviews and. And uh, Listen, audience reactions. My so. man Wacken. 
<laughs> my man whacking. That's all I got to say. Um, no, but so do you remember the teaser trailer that was released probably like, I think it was five months ago? Uh, longer than that, wasn't it? I wasn't only it remember like trailer end of last one. year? Mm, I don't know. It was a long time ago. But all the same elements are there for me. Um, between both trailers, the filmography looks amazing. Uh, I mean, I've read some reviews and what I I've thought... Been, I've been trying not to do that. What I, I thought to. the acting was going to be like is what everyone's saying is like the best. Well, so... I mean, I, well, I, I know. We were just kind of talking about this beforehand. Like, the the cast is good. The cast is real good. So what are you ha- apprehensive about? I'm just... I don't know. I just, it, like, I'd watch it, and it's just like you're you're trying to. We talked about this before. You're trying to make it a little too artsy, like instead, like you want it to be art instead of just making it to be art. Like if that if that makes sense, it's almost like like all right. So we all know somebody who's like who they want to be cool really bad, and they try really hard at it instead of just being cool. Okay. Like, and that's that. how I feel like this movie. Like it seems like. Almost Spider-Man three with the dancing <laughs> in the streets and behind the like I'm like all right I'm hoping there's a reason behind that but like I see it I'm just like oh oh no I'm a little scared but again I feel like it it could be really good yeah I, I just WB just they just I don't trust them fully like they have a long way to go to earn back my trust sure what but we're talking about the Joker trailer what do you think Jesse. <laughs> I don't know. It's still just one of those movies that I'm just questioning why we need it in the first place. Like, I feel like if Warner really wants to try and compete with Marvel, they should focus more on the heroes than trying to set up standalone villains at the moment. But it could be good. I- I'm I'm going in with no expectations. I've learned with Warner that's the best approach. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I Smart. think I think what Marvel has done is they they did really good character pieces. Right. Yeah, and, I actually fully agree with that. And I don't think DC has. So I think they're really trying to focus on their heavy hitting character pieces. Okay. I mean, I get that, but I feel like you want to, if you want to build this whole, well, actually, at this point, they're not trying to build the universe; they're trying to build three. So <laughs> I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. So that goes all out the window. So like, if I, like I was thinking about this, like we we talk about like a lot of comics just in in the news in general and how DC has like their black label. Mm -hmm. I wish they would almost do that with their movies. Like if, like if you're not going to connect this to anything, just make it a black label, a DC black label movie. And then we just go in with the expectation. This is standalone. But for a character like Joker, for me, it's, it feels hollow with no Batman. Like that is, that is literally the entire point of Joker. There's that just, weird ass symbiotic relationship and if we're not going to get that then i'm going to feel almost a little cheated like it might be a spectacular movie but then why call it joker like you know like that's yeah that's kind of like the weirdness from a high level view sure for me but look it looks like from this from this last trailer right like Joaquin Phoenix looks like he, he just completely transformed himself and he did he was saying that there are points where he felt that he was going towards the brink of madness with this role which i think 
for a character like this is kind of necessary. I mean, not like Jared Leto, baby puppies. He said the same thing about Jared Leto. I mean, and we got that Joker for what? Three and a half minutes of screen time. That was worthless. (laughs) Like you did a lot of work, a lot of disturbing shit for nothing. Um, But I, I actually think it like, I'm just curious about how they develop the story. Right. Like, if you're if you're not leaning into the source material, like, is the story compelling enough, or is it all the acting? Because great acting can make a shitty story look really good. Sure, but also a great story can be really dulled by shitty acting. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out next month. But from the trailer, I have to say I'm even more excited. That's um, good. Then I was I. I've loved the movie from the start, loved the teaser, and I was afraid that I was actually going to get too much from this trailer that just came out. No. And <laughs> I don't I don't know how, but I feel like I didn't get anything anything new from this trailer that I already like felt from before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely agree. So, I'm I'm still extremely excited. Yeah. I I think um they did a really good job of giving you a lot but telling you nothing. Yeah. In in the trailer. I, I think um you know, you, you get like a quick all right, he's normal. Now he's not normal. But like oh that laugh. Oh my god, that laugh is phenomenal. So apparently what he did for that is he, he studied um people that pathologically laugh. Huh. That they like it's just like a, a compulsion. Well, you can tell because in that scene he's like laughing and then just off. Yeah, like that was that was cool. Um, but Heath Ledger kind of did the same thing, like <laughs> like mannerisms of that Joker, like like people that are sometimes mentally unstable. He noticed like they're constantly like like licking their lips, mm-hmm. and he does that a lot, like just his herky jerky movements, all that kind of stuff. So I think Joaquin Phoenix did a same similar type of character study, um, and I think. I think as a as an actor as a Joker, I think Joaquin Phoenix may pose a threat to Heath Ledger. Uh, I do too, based off of, based off of the way that this looks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just I just know that people are if he does such a great job with this character, the fact that like you said, Mike Batman isn't involved. I feel like for a lot of people, is going to just right off the bat detract. From anything that he does, which sucks, but like you said, it's the character. You yeah. know, it's one and one the same almost with yeah. Batman. It's different sides of the same coin, and it's it. I feel almost disappointed because we know we're getting a new Batman, and it would be fun to see that actor who's done very well for himself in indie in indie roles like awards and stuff like that versus Joaquin Phoenix and his absolutely stunning what looks like a stunning take yeah. on Joker you know like I'd love to see that that dichotomy that struggle between the two but I don't think we ever will which is frustrating yeah but you know so uh, all you in know, all that in trailer looks pretty cool a little over a month you know we'll we'll know believe no, me we'll talk un, about it under a month October 5th right yes so it's the 6th today yeah uh, under yeah. a month I said about a month you said over a month a little over a month a little under a month it'll be a little over the month by the time they hear it so uh leave me alone 
All right. Actually, actually, this will be even un- more under a month. <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> uh, we we actually may have a guest on for that one too. I'm working on. Some oh, stuff. sweet. So uh, yeah, should be fun. Cool. All right. Now moving on to the next big topic of the night. This will probably be our biggest topic of the night. Yeah. Um, the DC original series Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you remember from your favorite podcast in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number one podcast that, on iTunes. That's right. Don't uh, check. For you. <laughs> for you. Because you only have one podcast and that's us. As it should be. Uh, <laughs> the series that got canceled after a lot of behind the scenes issues, budget issues, Swamp Thing. Um, so basically it follows... I'm just thinking, like, that's the headline. <laughs> you know, like, in, like, a marketing ad. You know how they have, like, those, like, quotes from, like, like random, like, news yeah. outlets. Budget issues. <laughs> <laughs> Production issues. Cancel after one season. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, it, like, the... Like it, that that wound is still very fresh for a lot of people who are watching the show and really enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as the last episode ended, it's like watch the entire series now. We're just like fuck you, man. <laughs> like we want to watch more. The way you ended it made us want to watch more, and we don't get more dicks. <laughs> I digress. Uh, Swamp Thing basically follows uh, a group of people: Abby Arcane, Doctor Abby Arcane, who works with the CDC, uh, Doctor Al Holland who uh, is a scientist and um, oh, God damn it. Uh, master of the green master a- of the green Avery yes Avery Sunderland thank you uh, who's a well-connected man throughout the city <sighs> the swamp uh, so what do you guys think of it like I, I know I talked about it a lot I really liked it because it was a it was a horror fueled superhero type thing yeah and we don't really have a lot of that so what'd you, what'd you think overall i was really impressed with the production quality dude me right. too so can we talk about way swamp thing actually looks yes like, he looks phenomenal awesome like every time he's on screen i couldn't stop thinking which which is weird because every time i think stuff like this i get a little scared i was like man he looks excellent like i don't think i've seen anything that looks that good in a very long time Last time I thought something good was during Hush. I was like, man, this is really close to the book. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a credit to the rest of the production because you can have a really good looking costume that looks out of place in the setting that it's in and like how everything's lit. And it, it didn't. Oh no! The entire dude, show is phenomenal. I was like, like, I was going into it expecting maybe not like quite Arrowverse levels of production, which aren't. Bad, but they're not great. Yeah. Um, like, but, like you, you suspend a certain amount of disbelief yeah, there. Yeah, you do. But I was watching this, I'm like, holy shit, this show looks wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks like a really good movie. It mm-hmm. looks like something that would be on like HBO like yep. quality. Yeah, man. Especially that, that first, um, I think you see it in the trailer, but in the episode where you first kind of see Swamp Thing like coming coming out and, you know, you have like... The sun shining through, or I'm sorry, the moonlight shining through yeah. the trees, and it's like you know, like a uh, foggy. Yeah. So you just have those like streaks, and then he like comes around from the tree. Yeah. And oh, I just got, I just got like tr- chills. You know, it just looks so good, and the eye glow. Yo, dude, that was 
fucking great. Looks amazing. Ugh. I don't want to say, like, not all of the CGI was great. Like, there are some moments, yeah. especially with like, vines, vines and stuff. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. that looks oh, eh, a little janky, okay. but, like, it, the rest of it makes up for that. Yeah. Like, I love, I'm I'm very happy with the decision to go practical on the suit versus CGI with the suit. Me too. Like, and, like, later on when he's, like, being dissected, mm-hmm. like, that, it, it makes it makes the decision to go practical that much better. Because you're like, oh shit! You realize, oh my god, they had to actually build a suit for this. Like that's that's impressive, beyond impressive. Um, so what what do you think about the the story and the acting, all that kind of stuff? The acting, I think, was pretty good. Um, the only person I really thought like was kind of iffy about the entire time was um, Avery's friend. Uh, the reporter, what's her name? Um, uh, Abby's friend. Abby's friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. I thought my head. Liz. Was it Liz? We'll find out. You got. It. But uh, some, some, something about her her style it was a little off. Yeah, I did notice that too. Yeah, and I I think it's her her accent. I don't think she quite nailed it because I think she's from like Sweden or Denmark or something like really? that. Really? Yeah, it think. was Liz. It was Liz. Um, Where's she from? Yeah, check that out okay. if you wouldn't mind. Um, but I just feel like she was like forcing. She's from Copenhagen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, it just didn't seem like she was necessarily like nailing the Louisiana accent. Yeah. yeah that, well, I mean, look, that's tough too. Like, the, or, the even just, or even just, or even just like difficult. a like a U.S. accent. You know, it just seemed like something was forced there. If you want a U.S. accent, just listen to this podcast. Yeah. You'll get all the accent that you need. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, at times, it was almost like I didn't truly understand her purpose. And part of the problem was we knew they cut episodes. It went from 13 to 10. So there were leads that she was chasing down. I mean, they made it work. But at other times, it was just like, all right, well... How does this then rope back into the main story? Um, like early on when she's chasing down Sunderland's like uh, finance guy mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the bank, um, who, who gets brutally murdered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alerts. <laughs> there could be a lot of spoilers here. Um, there's like no way Sunderland can't get caught for that. Like yeah. there's absolutely no way. You'll use a lot of bleach and feed it to the gators. You'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Swamp giveth and the swamp taketh away. Mm. Um, and like then there's like, you know, the the almost offshoot part that she has with Blue Devil. It's just like, some, yeah. like there's just a lot yeah. going on and it feels like she didn't really truly have a place she except for the fact that- She probably did at one point. Yeah, but and it just, it just got yeah. just chopped to hell. So I watched this entire thing within a week and I don't think I've ever heard the name Alec Moore that in this last week, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every episode you hear it at least fifteen times. Alec, 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 <laughs> Alec Holland, Alec Holland, Doctor Alec Holland. I'm just like, okay, we get it. We get who this is. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I, I kind of loved that. You know, there were like the people were so connected, so especially connected to the swamp. So when Abby's friend died. Uh, 
the Sunderland's daughter. Yeah. Shauna. Shauna. Yeah, yes. that's right. Shauna. Yeah, it's been a little bit so much. Sorry. Uh, like, that comes up a lot. And, like, there's all, you can tell that it's definitely horror-based because there were just jump scare moments, mm-hmm. like, sprinkled in. It wasn't, like, all the time, but there were definitely tense moments all throughout. Uh, that one scene where they're, she's standing like on the stairs right over yeah, Maria's yeah, yeah. shoulder I was like oh shit that's creepy like nobody else saw it it just it's like just for the viewer just like oh fuck uh and then it turns and you know you know Maria figures out or like just Senses. acknowledges that Avery's been cheating mm-hmm. you know right uh and that that whole thing man like and then that turn with Maria then towards the end too I love like when they when uh when Maria and the, the sheriff. sheriff, yeah, when they get together and like basically plot to kill him, like, yep. yeah, we're gonna take all this shit. Yeah. It's ours now. That moment at the end where they're just like, I'm not gonna toast my husband's murder. <laughs> and they're just like standing in the kitchen after she supposedly killed him. Yes. Yeah. So, like, you're just like, we realize like they were in on it together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I was like sitting back on my couch and when that happened, I like sat straight up and I was like, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, up until that moment, you didn't know that they were in cahoots at all. She just comes, uh, the sheriff comes to the Sunderland's house. house. She's like, I need to talk to you. Like, no, her son, Nat, got knifed in the shoulder. Yeah. And Did it happen like, before that? No, that's when you find out that they, like, are Yeah, because he was fighting with him before he gets shot and tossed over. So she goes back to the closest place, which is the Sunderland's house. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You can't like, be here. Like, go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the next episode where she comes and says to Avery, basically, like, come with me, basically. And that's when she oh. goes out to kill them. Yeah. 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 So up up until that point, you're like, well, wh- why are they just going to the Sunderland's? Uh, I don't understand why can't she be there? Like, as far as she knows... She's going to turn you away. She's kind of a dick. It's just an injured cop, like, essentially, to her. And then you you figure it out, and you're like, oh, fuck. Pull that curtain back, you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, like, the thing that I I think I got a little disappointed by was they introduced the concept of the rot. And I thought that once Avery had come out, he would have been an agent for the rot. Like That's Alec, what I was thinking. Like Alec is yes. an agent of the green and they were going to have like an epic showdown towards the end. Yeah. Um, and that, like it, like they started to hint at it and then we're just like, nope, <laughs> just quickly turned away from it. Yep. Um, but you also get Woodrow, who's a very important character. Dude, he is such a creep, man. Uh, he's such an asshole. I have such an irrational hatred for him, and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so much. I don't understand. Uh, right? I, his name? I, I, I feel I, the same way. I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and I, I love, every time he pops up, I love it. I absolutely love it, because I know that character is going to be at least important, uh, and will make you either love him or hate him. He just, like, makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. So, like, he was, like, a guest star. I don't know why he wasn't a series regular, because he showed up a lot. Yeah, he did. In the show. And what he did was fairly significant to the show. So, I, that was weird to me. Um, what he did to Alec? Just in general. No, no to, to, to his wife. To, to Alec. To Alec, to his wife. And to Alec, you know. But mainly his wife. <laughs> yeah. He used her as a guinea pig, dude. Tied her up. She's in paralysis. He used her as a guinea pig. <laughs> and then you got Alec, you know. You haven't seen that episode. That's I right. haven't. Oh, you haven't? He hasn't quite no. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. like an episode, away, two episodes away. Well, you, you will enjoy. Yeah, I'm end. sure. I'm still going to watch it. 
Um, so so yeah. So there, there's a whole whole lot there that was sadly unexplored. Um, I think it could have been something even more special than it was to me, at least. Um, there were just some awesome horror moments in there as well. Parts in there were like the vines, like got a guy pulled them up and then oh, just, yeah. just like fucking sh- yep. shredded them. Um, the one guy that uh, I think he killed, and then comes back as like a like a ghost or oh, he has him. he has like all the bugs inside of him. Yeah. Oh, oh man, it was so gnarly. It was so uh. fun. it was fun to watch though, and like. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was just, I love horror stuff, man. I really do. I always have. Um, and the little girl, I thought the little girl would have played more of an important role. Again, she might have yeah. in the full 13 episodes, but. Which which is a little disappointing, you know. Um, you only ba- like barely get a grasp of what Swamp Thing's truly capable of um, with his powers. Like, you see him be able to summon basically any plants that he wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he can move incredibly quickly. Like, he can be one place and then another place like that almost. Um, you know, it's just it's sad that we didn't get, you know, what we got with Titans or Young Justice or any of that other stuff. Like, budgets, man. Budgets, bro. Yeah. The uh, true villain was the dollar. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, but I would I would highly recommend it. Please take the time and watch it. If you subscribe to DC Universe, uh, we do share share that password, share those screens, um, check it out. Maybe even read some Swamp Thing. While yeah, at it. Uh, you'll see how important Woodrow is. Oh man, that's that's like so. You have to stay after the credits. I think after yeah. that after that uh, final uh, episode. Okay, and man, it looks fucking dead on from the comics. It is. Incredible. Um, so, of course, f- it means jack shit, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, I don't know, may- maybe they might revisit it down the road or follow up with that movie. Who who knows? Who knows? A movie would be great. A movie would I, be great. I would you, love you already, that. You already have a costuming, you have your cast. Just set up, set a budgeted, properly movie and just wrap it up. If yeah, you're, if, if you're gonna go that route. Um, seriously. So yeah, um, just overall overall grades. I know you're you're still working. Hey, um, I, I mean up up until I mean I'm I'm on like episode nine. I think you were like part way through nine. Yeah. 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 Um, I was there ten episodes. Yeah. yeah. So you're just about there. I would have to give. So what are we ranking out of? Uh, let's go five. Five. I would probably have to give this like. Four out of five. That's what I was thinking. Oh, so four. four, yeah. Yeah, very, very good. It's just some threads, that, uh, and I, I think it's the production that really, really hurt it. I mean, you start to get Blue Devil, but never really get Blue Devil. I was going to ask if you ever get him past, like, he goes back to his shop. Yeah, you, you get more. You, you get, get more. more. You get a little bit more, yeah. But not not enough, not where it should be. And is that guy ever explained? The fat guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Maybe in the episode that you're watching. Gotcha. Later on. Uh, any, any other thoughts about Swamp Thing? No, I think that sums it up. Yeah, really just watch it. It's yeah. it's a, it's something I, really different. Which is, it really is. It's, it I seems it's to be great. the DCU thing. Like, here's something just different. Try something new, basically. Yeah. I think it's, that's an excellent thing. It's a Netflix model. It's yeah. like, okay, well, here's something that is out of the ordinary. Let's give it a shot. 
and Netflix has been doing really, really well with that model. Yeah. Um, sometimes they miss, but they've been generally coming up pretty big. And the DCU app shows just, uh, they they seem to be hitting pretty nice. I think they're right there. I mean, in, in all honesty, I'm curious to see what the rest of the year brings with uh, the content they intend to have released. But like Titans, man, I'm I'm like it just released today, and I'm mad because I won't be able to watch till like Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> which is frustrating. But uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I need to see how they how they kind Connect of that. yeah <laughs> how they uh, wrap it up here from the end of last season that super short. And if we start to finally get a Nightwing, like that's yeah. that's big to me. I want Nightwing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. DC Universe, man. Lots of fun. All right. So what have you guys been reading? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been reading. I've been playing um, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just because? Just well, wanted to go back and play it again? Again? No, it's my first time. Oh. Did you purchase it or did you get a PS Plus free game? I purchased it like a year ago. Okay. Because I'd say, if it was anyone listening, um, for September, the month of September, uh, Batman Arkham Knight is one of the free PS Plus games if you're a PS Plus subscriber. Yes. Yes. I did know that. Uh, but it's too late for me. And <laughs> uh, I already own it. So it's there. And it's fun. I mean, it, it recaptures a lot of the the, uh, the combat. The Batmobile is fun. I, say, I, I think the combat is better than the past two games, but the story itself is a little bit weaker compared to the previous ones. It's definitely weaker. I'm not going to go into detail because I want you to experience it. Okay. But, yeah. It's still fun. Yeah. It is. I'm enjoying it. So I, I replayed it twice. Oh. I think okay. I've gone through it three times. Yeah. So I've, I've already been introduced to Oracle and Robin. Did uh, you play any of the first two? Yeah. I played okay. the first two completely. <sighs> All right. Man, you were... There's some pretty heavy moments... There are. ...in that game. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm trying not to play in front of my kids because, first of all, it's violent. Yeah, shit. it is. Especially those heavy-hitting moments that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just... Uh, and you never... Well, we know when they're going to hit, but it's... They come up at seemingly random times. Did so. you say seemingly? Seemingly. Seemingly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a child. I'm so, so you've been but playing yeah, Arkham no. Knight. Yeah, they're um, good. that's a good... I mean, aside from the, the normal comic book stuff that I, I'm, I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, I was I was talking to Jess earlier, and I've had very, very limited free time, but I figured out that the perfect thing to do while I'm going to the bathroom is reading comics. <laughs> Especially on the app, because, you know, your phone's already out. Get cramps that way. Why not? <laughs> so I have actually been able to get through the... Um, the Batman and Ninja Turtles. Um, oh yeah, dude! How do you like that? So I got through series one. I got through the series first series two, and it is fantastic. However, there are some of those art moments, like Batman is yeah, yeah, yeah. unbelievably jacked. Yeah. Like like he's just like in a long sleeve turtleneck, uh-huh. and he's just rippling muscles. And we're just like, wait a second, right? <laughs> Why is he showing off like this? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's it w- real good. It was funny. Yeah, it was. The, the story was really good. I think I did a screen grab on one of the uh, one of the moments where uh, Michelangelo sees uh, Mr. Freeze as a polar bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it's as ridiculous as you, as you think. Uh, really, very fun, very fun book. It's a great book. I can't wait so, to finish it off. If you if you have a chance to read it, go ahead. It Actually, is just a lot of fun. Did they put the uh, Batman 
Ninja there's... Turtles on DC Universe as a uh, as the movie? No, it hasn't come out yet. Oh, I thought they, I've seen it in stores. It was sad. It's so good. I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. That's kind of why I started reading the comic because I I was anticipating the the movie hitting the app, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, it's not here yet, so I might as well just read up. Yeah, I'll see if I can find a release date on that for for next time. Okay. Jess. Um, so I mean, I started school two weeks ago, so I haven't had really time to do anything. Right. Um, so I spent this week just watching Swalt thing. I'm gonna go back now and continue blazing through um, Legends. Want to try and catch up with that before the new season starts. Nice. So I think about partway through season three right now. Oh, so how are, you, how are you liking it so far? Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's, it's just, I, the show I, doesn't take itself seriously. That's look, great. That's that's what I said, man. Like it yeah. might be my favorite of the Arrowverse shows because it's it, just ridiculous. It, like. It's when Flash first started, it was like that very like campy, didn't take itself too seriously, but then it got a little bit more. <laughs> All right. Now that we have uh, Mike, Mike's microphone <laughs> back on the table, it seems to have fallen off. So what are you um, saying about the Flash was very campy at first and then just got really dramatic and it's still fine. I still like it, but I think. Legends had like the opposite effect where it started kind of serious and yeah, then it about, just like, like lost all of that about uh, just, Rip's family and stuff like yeah, that. And, and then like, we're just like, fuck it. And it's like, yeah, no, we're, we're just a silly troop of people stumbling through time. Somehow it works, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just Life, the, t- uh, the, the time travel aspects are just it's so ridiculous. The <laughs> shit that they do. Wait till you get to the Constantine season, dude. Like, oh, I can't wait. Constantine's oh, my God. Great. Oh, my God. So, all right. Uh, Unreasonable. Next, <laughs> uh, what are we talking about next week? Uh, so next time, I believe I want to try and get into some comic stuff. Ooh. Uh, so uh, War of the Realms, Heroes in Crisis, uh, Joker, the Batman Who Laughs, the Joker Who Laughs. Saying, who am I right now? Uh, so maybe we'll get into that stuff. We might get into some other stuff. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully everything goes well and that is all I have to say about that. Sweet. <laughs> Alright guys, until next time, I am Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Alright everybody, thanks for listening. Stay twisted.